Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to another episode here on GEMS Podcast. I'm your host, Genesis Amaris Kemp, and with me today is Dylan Hodge. Here's a bit about Dylan. He's 24 years old. He's the host of the podcast, the Hodge Hodge Podcast, which is a podcast about music, movies, and anything and everything. He's been through a lot um, throughout his 24 years of life, and he grew up a somewhat middle-class family living paycheck to paycheck, and he's bound and determined to never be or live that way again. He was bullied in school, and now he uses that um, to turn that torment and suffer to help others that are in need and are going through maybe something something similar or the same exact thing. He's always struggled with anxiety and depression and OCD, but has found a new way to cope with them. And without further ado, please welcome Dylan Hodge to GEMS Podcast. Thanks, Genesis, for having me. It's uh, it's an honor, and it's kind of weird to be on the opposite end of the spectrum here. My pleasure, Dylan. So let's um, unpack some fun facts about you, Dylan, and then mm-hmm. we'll jump into the meat and potatoes of this conversation. Sure. Well, a couple fun facts is, geez, uh, kind of put me on spot <laughs> Fun facts. Um, I read a lot. Like, I read probably more books in a year than a lot of people should i just love to and i'm the type of person that i don't read anything but nonfiction, memoirs history because i feel that if you're gonna read and you're gonna learn why not use that to the best of the ability like i don't think you in my opinion i don't i don't read anything that's fake or fantasy because you can watch a tv show for that um but I'm the, also the type of nerd that will find anything interesting in a book, will jot it down in my big notebook here, and we'll just read over it till I have it memorized. And so I just, I, I read and learn a lot, and it's, it's a passion to learn for me. Super cool, because they said, if you're not learning, then you're not growing. And just learning helps you stay ahead of the curve. And I love how your podcast was birthed. It was really birthed out of you going through life lessons and just saying that you weren't going to let those circumstances in your life define you, but you were going to make something out of it. And I could resonate with the bullying piece. I was bullied in high school. It wasn't um, pretty. And it actually did lead to me being depressed for a little bit where I literally didn't go to school for nine consecutive days. I didn't even feel like getting out of bed. And it was the skinniest I ever was in my entire life. Um, So that is really cool. So let's talk about how you really came up with the name HodgePodge Podcast and what that means to you. Uh, How I came up with it is obviously my last name is Hodge. Um, It never occurred to me about the hodgepodge thing we were senior year in school we were doing it was like nine weeks test or something like that some type of big testing going on and the teacher had everybody 
Mr. McPherson, I remember, bless that guy. I, I love that guy so much. He had a, uh, we were playing kind of like Jeopardy themed, like a uh, memorization game. And he had it written on the board and he goes, hey man, I got something, a category just for you. And it was just titled hodgepodge. And I remember taking it and thinking, oh, that's a cool way to put a, put a, put a pun and a spin on my name. And so when I decided to do the podcast, um, it was the hodgepodge podcast. And I was like, okay, it'll roll off the tongue some. It, it, it's kind of, cause I'm a big pun fan. I love sarcasm and fun and puns. And so that's, that's kind of how the hodgepodge uh, name came about. Very simple. Nothing, nothing, nothing to blow your mind. Just something. Super cool because also your name is a part of it. So that um, is a part of branding and what better way to be branded than branded by mm -hmm. association? Because if somebody looks up, you know, looks you up, they're going to be like, oh, hodgepodge, like that's Dylan's show. And mm -hmm. one fun fact that you forgot to mention earlier is that you actually run an entertainment production company. So yeah. when did you start that? And how do you juggle between having your podcast and running your own company? Because a lot of people they don't realize how much work it takes to actually run your company. Well, I wouldn't say I run the company. It, it, it hasn't officially uh, started making money yet, but what it does for me is I want to take the things that I love in life. Like you mentioned earlier, music, movies, books, anything that I can find interesting. And I want to make it a part of my life and my brand. So my main goal is, you know, hope the podcast lasts me forever. But also the goal for the, for the production company is I don't want to just do podcasts, produce podcasts. I want to make movies, make TV shows, make music. I, I want to be a part of everything I love because it was my childhood. And I just know that if I like it and I will keep everything true to what it should be, then a lot of people are going to be the same way and like it as well. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it definitely makes sense because if you're remaining true to yourself and you're keeping your core values, that's also also allowing you to tap into your purpose. Why were you placed here on the earth? And that purpose is really driving and fueling your mission. So that's totally incredible because so many people are out here just existing, but they're not truly living life on their terms. Mm. So um, whenever you first launched your podcast, did you have a goal in mind that you wanted to achieve? Like, for example, you wanted to have certain number of episodes or seasons recorded by this date. And why was that um, metric important to you? No, not really. I just knew that I loved music so much and I didn't know how to I can't sing. I can't play instruments, but I love the fact when you look at a vinyl record or a CD in the, in the little pamphlet you see produced by this person in the background. I've always been a fan of people in the background because they can hide out, if that makes sense. They can, people are not really going to know their faces. So when I started the podcast, it was not generally, oh, I have to get to episode 100 by the first year. It was kind of, I just want to do this and let's see where it goes. Uh, so I started out doing Howard Stern-esque interviews, 
And I learned quickly that that's a, that's a big way, if you don't have a name, to ruin a business and a podcast. Because uh, <laughs> I lost friends quick doing the Howard Stern-esque, you know, not really caring where it was to go. But how it started out doing the episodes was I would record and put up. If I had six interviews in a day, all six episodes would go up at once. And I realized that that was not a good metric system. That was not a good uh, way to do the podcast because one is going to overdo the others. And you don't want that for your guests. You want the best possible audience, period. So after figuring all that out, figuring the best way to, to interview, you know, uh, kind of figure out where you want the podcast to go throughout the time, it was a lot of learning curves. Okay. And I actually chuckled when you were talking about that because I actually do my podcast interviews and whatever I interviewed that day, I actually upload it. But each person has a different topic. So they curate a different um, audience around that topic. Okay. Like, um, for example, before you and I started chatting, I did one about navigating the four dimensions of resilience. So that segment is going to pertain to someone different versus the hodgepodge right. podcast and et cetera. And that's mm -hmm. a, why I chose to do my my podcast the way that I'm doing it. And the whole mission behind it is to educate, inspire, and motivate. Because I believe when we all come together, we have something where we can learn from one another. There is right. some inspiration that can be sparked, or we can motivate one another to get off our high knees and actually go do something to make a difference. Mm -hmm. But I like yeah. um, how you talked about metrics because metrics is so important. So what are you doing to really track your metrics when it comes to your podcast? And the reason why I asked that, Dylan, is because sometimes people fail to really look at the metrics. But if they want to grow and reach, you know, a certain level, you have to take time to really analyze those metrics in order so you can measure yourself. Um. Well, it all starts with having the guest on. Um, obviously, you're going to realize that this type of guest is not going to be good as the other one. And you kind of learn that. Like the first time I had, uh, I think it was a ghost hunter or some type of paranormal person on, they, the, the episode skyrocketed. It was bigger than some of the other ones that I had. And I realized that, oh, people enjoy this. So let's have more of it. But then you realize you can't have too much of it because too much of anything is not good. It's going gonna, it's gonna to sour the brain at some point. So you just, what I do is, what I do now is I will take a bunch of interviews. Let's just say if I have one a day for the next 14 days, I'll have 14 podcasts. So I will take, I do one, I do one podcast or one interview podcast a week. Every Monday it'll come out. And so I know that I have a 14-week gap. If I were to get sick, if I were to, God forbid, have searched, something were to happen, I have a 14-week gap where I don't have to record, and I know that there will be fresh podcast episodes every week. Now, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you, and I'm sure, and I'm sure you've, you've gotten this as well, where sometimes you don't have a guest for the week. 
and you're like, oh, what, what do you do? Because either you lacked off the week before or people have canceled. You're like, oh, what do I do? It's just, you just got to keep cool and you got to come up with, and that's where I don't think everybody should have a podcast like everybody has one. Um, I think if you have a very exploring mind and entertaining sense of humor, you can kind of that's kind of metric that I do. Okay, so let's uh, dial that back a little bit, um, Dylan. So you mentioned sure. you don't think that everyone should have a podcast, but everyone does. And what? Um, mm-hmm. And you also mentioned that, for example, you have for you have fourteen weeks of content. So if you do get lazy, you could always plug in content. So you're always putting out etc um extra information and just not missing any so that's the way that you use it to close your gap so do you do solo episodes to fill in those gaps if um a guest drops off and after you pass that 14 week period yeah so what i do is uh, a couple of weeks ago i i'd been busy i'd been uh returning some emails i had been doing some other stuff you know, life got in the way and I got busy and I had one podcast and it did not go as planned. It was not a good interview. So I decided not to air it. And I just took, I had realized that, oh, I'd watched every movie from the DreamWorks animation film studios. So I took, I took all of them and I just ranked them to worst so yes and you do have some in the pocket where you know you may have um, a couple of episodes that weren't too well so you go and try to edit them and try to make them sound okay to put them up yes and no (laughs) well (laughs) and it's funny that um you just say you keep it in the pocket or whatnot, but then what do you do whenever you have an interview and it doesn't go that well and you decide not to air that person's um, segment? What does that conversation look like? Oh, well, it depends on a guest. Like there was someone I had a few months ago and they were dying to do the podcast. They're like, hey, let me do the podcast. Let me do it. I'm putting music out there fine, come on, let's do it, you know, because my rule for the podcast is if I'm not a fan of you or I don't like you, you're not coming on the show. Just because I don't want to put any fakeness out there that this person's good and they're actually terrible. Um, So I take it in this guy, every question I would ask, he would go, uh, I would say like, so how did this song come about? And his answer would always be, Ah, it just came to me in my sleep. It was like very little, the littlest answers he could give me to get away with it, he could. And that's when you realize you're just, he, that person is just there to uh, promote his stuff. And those are the guests that I don't like. And they don't give you anything and they're just there to play their music or if it's a director to promote his movie, whatever. Um, so when those go bad, if you can do something with it, then you can put it out there. Um, there was one I did and it was, it was, it was bad. Genesis. It was, it was bad. And <clears throat> it's coming from both parties, me and, and that other person. 
and I put it out there and I went on the, cause I do little, little segments before the podcast. Like I introduce the guest and I talk about what we talk about. And I just come on there and say, look, this terrible, this episode is terrible. This is uh, this guy would not give me anything. Something would happen. Cause you just have to keep it real because I know you have that, you have bad episodes as well, just probably. Uh, and I don't know how you put them out or if you don't put them out, but, I feel that if you don't put the bad episodes out, then no one's going to think you're real, if that makes sense. People are going to think that you're, you know, because because I'm not, I don't work for iHeartRadio. I don't work for, for Sirius XM. None of my stuff's going to sound perfect. None of, my microphone is going to be crappy some days. My whatever is not, my mind's not going to be in the right space every day. But um, I, I think that's the beauty in not editing episodes. So one thing that I would say about bad episodes, I've been on some podcasts that have been bad episodes where I've actually had to lead the conversation versus the host leading the conversation. And that was actually pretty bad for me just to be in the interviewer's seat, having to (laughs) juggle between both. Um, And then on my podcast, sometimes I do pre-chats where I actually Um, have a conversation with the guests that I'm interested in bringing on just to make sure that we are a good fit both ways because I want you to be a good fit for the brand as well as you may want me to be a good fit to interview you and that helps me weed out like some guests that may not necessarily fit you know the mold and that's okay maybe we could collaborate in another form or fashion if we deem necessary but my podcast is a part of my brand and it is who I am. So I want to make sure whatever content I put out there, it's golden because I don't want to just put out anything that I don't care about because I wouldn't want somebody to do that to me. So it's a part of, you know, establishing some boundaries and really setting up that respect factor. Just like, for example, on my show, I do a $25 no-show fee and I didn't do it in the beginning. But then when I saw that some people weren't coming on the show or they weren't being respectful of their um, commitment, just like I am, then it does something because I could have slotted slotted someone else into your spot. And I feel like time is of the essence and also time is money. Like that you can't just waste somebody's time because they're not going to get that back, you know? So that's That's something that I'm going to have to take from you because that was that that was that was that was a great that was a great thing you did because I've had numerous people just for uh, you know you try to zoom call or whatever you're trying to do for the interview and then 30 seconds later hey man I got I'm doing this for this well I just stopped what I was doing to interview you which I'm appreciative of that you even text me but it's just The bigger the people are, the rudest they are, and people that then you know, without even trying to mention you, like it, it's crazy. Or another thing, um, I don't know if you've experienced this, Dylan, but sometimes people will come on your podcast, of course, to promote their brand. And then you have one simple request, just share the content out 
on your platforms as well so we could expand the reach and they don't even take the time to share it <laughs> but they want you to do all the promotion and etc and i really don't think that's fair i had one lady in particular she mm. begged and begged and begged to come on the podcast and then i don't even see her sharing it on any of her social media but i took my time to share it and this is a hobby. I don't always get paid for my podcast segment, but whenever I take time to do something out of the kindness of my heart, I would like, you know, it the favor to be returned. It's just digital currency. Yeah. It's also the respect thing. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. And then one thing that I do want to get into um, that I mentioned early on when reading your bio mm -hmm. was the fact that um, you struggle with anxiety and depression as well as OC OCD, but you found a way mm -hmm. to cope with them. Was Is your coping mechanism doing the podcast or is it something else? Um, sometimes because you can't, for me, you can't really tell when anxiety and depression is going to hit. Um, but no, I picked up, I'll show you, um, this right here, this is my journal. I picked up journaling a long time ago, and I thought it was girlish. Then Matthew McConaughey come out with his book, Green Lights. And he was like, this book comes, up, comes out of all my journals I've kept for 30 years. And I said, oh my goodness. Now, now, now I'm comfortable with saying that I journal. Because you know, who had journals in school? The girls, and, and you know, you got picked. I got picked on enough in school to bring a damn journal to school, you know. <laughs> so, journaling and medication. Okay, so J and M journaling and medication, and I like yeah. the fact that you journal one because I'm a writer. I have two books on the market that I wrote and three okay. book collaborations and a fourth one about to drop in second quarter. And I think it's so important to journal because it's a way of getting the thoughts out of your head onto paper or onto an electronic device, but it also allows you a period to reflect on what you wrote. So you could really connect with yourself, mind, body, and mm -hmm. soul and see, okay, why did I feel the way that I felt? Why did I write this at the time that I wrote it? What did I learn from this experience? And you can go back and look at all those things and you never know how those writings can turn into content for your podcast or for a book or maybe even a movie. We are, we are so powerful as human beings and we have so many thoughts that come in and it's so important to be mindful of those thoughts that we entertain. So, right. so kudos to you for journaling. And um, Dylan, so with your podcast, have you had the chance to interview any celebrities or any um, anyone important that you really connect with and that has made an, a huge impact on your life? And how was that? Yeah, um, I, I've interviewed a good bit of them um, and not, not bragging, but it's just showing that with like I say this all the time, with great power comes great responsibility because with the power of the podcast, it's easy to, how should I say this? 
it's easy to get caught up on yourself thinking, oh, you're hot stuff when you've got a podcast and, and, and it's and it's successful. You know, mine's not, I'm not doing Joe Rogan numbers. I'm, I'm not <laughs> nowhere near, nowhere near, but yes, it's, uh, it's humbling to say that I've had um, a couple of celebrities on that I'm still friends with. Like, um, and here's the, here's the, here's the weird thing. I'm friends with, uh, uh, Walker Hayes. He is in the country music world. Uh, he went viral recently with uh, like Fancy Like and all that on TikTok. He did an episode of my podcast when it first came out because he was still rare, you know, very new doing stuff by himself. And this was when I was learning how to do the podcast. So the episode never, I didn't realize it never recorded. And <clears throat> excuse me, it never recorded. So no one ever heard it. And then I was, uh, it is, it's crazy because you're like, I did a podcast with, and it's nowhere to be found. And it's like, sure, we could do another one, but what's the point? It's, it's cool enough just to say, hey, look, I had a podcast and it did, it went wrong. It went totally wrong. Um, yeah, then you've got um, uh, Jason Marsden, who's done all the, the Disney stuff, like he's, uh, did Hocus Pocus. He did, he was in the Goofy movie. He did all that stuff. And um, I, I, there are some people that I can't be friends with because I'm just too big of fans. Uh, because if I was like in the wrestling world, they call it being a mark. And I mark out all the time over some of my guests, which sure is not, it's not, professional but it still shows that you're a human being and you are a fan of people wow that is incredible and i'm glad that you were able to interview someone who wasn't that big but now they are and it also shows yeah. how, how, how humble you are because sometimes people could get starstruck and they could actually lose themselves in following the lifestyle of a celebrity, but sometimes celebrities don't always show you, you know, everything that goes on in their life. They show you the pretty parts, but not always the start ugly moments. So um, thanks for sharing that because it really does connect the realness with it. And Dylan, as we begin to wind down, I want you to tell the mm -hmm. listeners and the viewers what your call to action is, and then close us out by giving your social media plugs, as well as your website, if you have one. Sure. Well, my goal is just to entertain people. If, you know, if I'm not successful as in being a millionaire, like, like everybody wants to be, you know, everybody doesn't want to have money trouble, but for me, it's, if I can help one person with my stupid problem and my stupid podcast that I don't know nothing about, <laughs> then I've succeeded. I think because Success comes from hard work, and if you're proud of uh, of what you've done, then you succeeded. Also, I'm working to this job where it's not going to be work anymore. I want it to be, you know, pure passion. And a little word of advice for anybody out there that's doing a podcast: this too shall pass. If you're having a bad week of podcast, this too shall pass. But hey, guess what? If you're having a great week and you're having great numbers and you have a great guest, this too shall pass. Um, 
you can go follow me on Instagram at I am Mr. Dylan Hodge. Uh, the podcast has one. I'm never on the podcast one, but if you want to, it's at the HodgePodge podcast over there. Um, I don't have a website. Um, I should, but I do everything on my own that another web, uh, website would just be another headache for me. Um, so I kind of do everything over social media, Facebook, uh, all that stuff. And there you have it, listeners and viewers of GEMS Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Genesis Amaris Kent, and you just heard Dylan Hodge with the Hodge Podge Podcast. And we talked about all things that are going on in his podcast world and how he has got to the level that he is at now. And it truly takes hard work, determination, and just really embracing who you are and rele releasing your inner creativity. So until we chat next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing day. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on all major platforms and follow us on YouTube at Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp for all video content. Have a good one. Ciao. Thank you for listening to another segment of Gems Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcasts.